into some technical difficulties here, but we're going to get this all worked out. You're listening and watching, or you're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station and a three-time Stellar Award winner. You can send us an email, and that's at WIMG1300.com. WIMG1300 on Twitter and Facebook as well, and the Trenton 365 show is on Facebook. You can send me an email there, Trenton365show at gmail.com. And remember, you can always post your events to the Trenton365 community calendar on Facebook as well. So in the studio with me, I have members of Regis Entertainment, R-E-J-S Entertainment. And the website is R-E-J-S Jazz. And you can now find us on Instagram, Regis Jazz, Twitter, Regis Jazz, and the website is RegisJazz.com. And uh, I'm extremely excited about having my friends here. Um, we're all part of this uh, collective or this group that hosts uh, monthly jazz events here in the Mercer County region. And uh, we've had some amazing talent, and we're going to get into those details in just a little bit. But uh, the first introduction is to Eric Thomas, who is the brainstorming brainchild behind this idea, and James Freeman. And then John's going to be joining us in just a bit. Shout out to our Rich Jackson, Rich Jackson, who is our webmaster, but he's also very camera shy, so he's not coming on tonight. So Eric and James, to get started, first of all, welcome back to the show. As always, you know I love being around you guys, and, and I'm super excited. It's always a Thank pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Always. Awesome. So um, let's get started, um, Eric. And it's been a little while since uh, you've been on. I mean, right. James and Rich were on recently, uh, mm -hmm. about six months ago. You had oh, some wow. other activities. <laughs> but uh, what was your idea behind coming up with, with uh, this idea of hosting jazz shows? Um, my love for jazz. My mother introduced me to jazz at a very early age. Uh, my very first jazz song I ever heard was A Day in the Life by Wes Montgomery. And then she put on Kind of Blue by Miles. And I'm talking about, I'm like, like eight, nine years old. And I fell in love with the music until P-Funk and all our <laughs> players took over in high school. Then I found my way back into jazz later. And I, I was introduced to John Coltrane. I was never the same. John Coltrane um, and Sonny Rollins. I was never the same. I didn't go back to Parliament P-Funk anymore after that. Mm -hmm. And my mother was a news reporter. In fact, she was the first African-American news reporter at WCTV in Tallahassee, Florida. And she covered the funeral of the late, great Cannonball Adderley. And never, never did I know that I would have some indirect connection with the Adderley family, because Nat Adderley became the music director for Luther Vandross. But my mother um, introduced me to the Adderley family, um, Nat Adderley. I have an autographed album by the, um, by the family because she covered the funeral. But that's how I got into jazz. And my love for jazz has grown ever since, since high school. And I wanted to do jazz in Trenton and, New J and as well as the East Windsor, Princeton area. I know that jazz exists, but I want to give it more... I learned a lot, there's a lot more artists out there that people just don't know about, and I want to give them a platform. And James loves jazz just as much as I do, such as Rich, and soon you'll hear from John. We all love jazz very much. And instead of always going to New York or Philadelphia, uh, we want to do it ourselves. And we also brought you along. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you love jazz yeah, as much right. as we do. Yeah. It's awesome, great. Mm -hmm. And um, James? Well, um, the, you know, the story goes that uh, Eric was going to put the show together for a young man named Scott Tixier, who's a 
tremendous jazz violinist. And uh, he asked me and Rich to, to help out. And we just enjoyed it so much that we decided to try a few more shows that year. And we decided, you know, let's make this a venture. Let's make this a journey that we can enjoy because we enjoy the music and we enjoy, you know, getting to know the artists. So let's just see where it takes us. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and I, I want to jump in there. I remember that um, when that show was being organized, I was in Exit 7A studio with um, Scott Miller. Okay working on some stuff for a Trenton 365 and uh, he said hey you know um, I just got someone contacted me and said they need some sound done for a show with the Big Easy and I'm like oh that's kind of cool and Scott's, Scott's very much an artistic person so he's kind of scatterbrained so we went directly from doing Trenton 365 stuff to talking about this jazz show that was going to be happening at the Big Easy around the corner from his around studio corner, right. Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't stop talking about it but now, lo and behold, I think back and I say, okay, I know why spiritually, why he was led to keep talking about this. So then he had mentioned your name. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas. I said, man, I, I know that name. And I couldn't put two and two together. And then we talked on the phone, and I'm like, is this Eric Thomas from Trenton Children's Course? And you're like, yeah. And I, said, I said, this is Maddie's dad, Jock. And, and, and it was like, oh. And then um, mm -hmm. next thing I know, um, Scott was in the town. Uh, Evenique performed with him that night as well, Evenique Prenet. Mm -hmm. And um, next thing I know, we're um, talking about like doing some jazz shows. You asked me to be a part of it, and, and I help mm -hmm. host and, and help mm -hmm. promote the, the Regis Entertainment. And it's been amazing the amount of talent that, that you've brought to this region. Yeah, we've been very and, blessed. Yeah. And exposed me to. I mean, yeah. I... I, I I'm more of a standards kind of a jazz person, but now my, my horizons are now far-reaching because mm. of you guys. Mm. And, um, you know, the 30-plus CDs you let me borrow. <laughs> I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> I'll get them back, I promise. <laughs> That's right. The catalog. <laughs> so, um, so literally what you've done is not only bring me into the fold, but you've expanded my horizons and my mm. culture about jazz and uh, you know, and meeting all these wonderful artists, and then actually giving a platform for them to share their music, mm -hmm. and so forth. This is, folks. This is exactly what community organizing and building a better community looks like. When people get together, who have a like interest, who have a relationship with each other, and say, "Hey, man, let's just try this, right. and let's just mm -hmm. see where it goes." And then you start building, and you start bringing more people in. And John's going to be on the air shortly, and John is part of his crew too. And then family members and then the venues it's just an amazing thing that's happening um can you talk about some of the talent that oh. that we've brought to this region oh yeah well as james talked about scott texier uh, was the first person that we brought in the area and scott's just phenomenal some of our viewers uh some of your viewers i should say who follow regis know that scott is the next as jean-luc ponty said is the next voice jazz next voice what, what did he say i'm trying to remember the exact words the new voice of jazz violin that's what he said and scott was our first artist and scott has an amazing story too but he graciously gave his talents to our community and people were just floored by him and then i had the uh, i was able to meet shami royston i met shami up in new brunswick and I knew about her sister Tia, but and actually I didn't make the connection, but they were sisters. But Shami was just an amazing pianist, 
composer, and I asked her, and she was the second uh, artist after, second or third artist after Scott when we were um, doing shows at the Big Easy. And so since then, um, we've had Scott's twin brother, Tony. We've had Mark Whitfield Jr., uh, Brandy Younger, Harpist Brandy Younger, um, um, Stephen Feike, Monty Croft, John Benitez, um, Dave Stryker, James, if I miss anyone, I know you'll fill in the gaps. <laughs> Gordon James. Gordon James. Sarah Elizabeth Charles, our first vocalist. Nicholas Biello. Right. Um, man. Mark Lawson. Or Adam Larson. Adam Larson. Adam, right. right. Adam Larson. Yep. Right. Um, Wait. Did you mention... Um, Charnette Moffat, of yeah. course. <laughs> And, and and folks, I mean, this is one of those those interviews where we're just kind of vibing, and these are what our conversations are like when we're just hanging out. Mm -hmm. But the list of talent, and this is like international exactly talent mm -hmm. that we're bringing to this region, to uh, in, to a, a facility that's worked with us, Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, which uh, has served for, for us. Thank but you, we've also you. had events at the Big Easy, which is the old former Maxine's. Um, but know how to do it, the conservatory. Yep, the conservatory. Right. Um, Jackie and Steric Ivy's place right here in Trenton. And we're right. always looking for other Thanks venues, large and small, mm. where we can partner with you to bring some of this amazing talent that is part of our, um, our repertoire or, mm. uh, our, or our group. And it's expanding. Um, we're excited about um, E.J. Strickland, who will be performing on the 26th with his band, Transient Beings. And just to name two of his outstanding artists, Sarah Elizabeth Charles is singing vocals, who we've had as a headliner herself, and Ben Williams, who toured with Pat Metheny's Unity Band. And Ben Williams is just, I don't know who he has not played with. and I mean, excited about him coming with um, EJ. And EJ is the twin brother of Marcus Strickland, who's a well-known um, saxophone player. So we have some great artists that we've just been fortunate to bring to this area. People just, some people have doubts and about what jazz might be like until they see our shows and the next thing you know, they're hooked. We've, and June 23rd, we have Victor Provost who plays steel drums mm -hmm. and he combines a little Caribbean flavor with jazz and it's unlike you'd ever it's, it's just amazing I can't even describe it but he's an amazing artist he's excited and the word gets around about what we're doing and it's not like we're hurting for artists it's just trying to put them in and us one of the biggest nicest problems we have is deciding who we should bring who goes at the top of the list you know because all of these artists are great mm -hmm. you know? and you know one of the, the things that I appreciate about how this is formed is that each of us were all involved but we all have almost specialties in different things that that we do right. and um, James when you're putting together the contracts and, and reaching out to the artist management team can you give a little bit of background about that because I think that sometimes people tend to think that it just kind of pops into place like you just contact someone write a check or whatever and then they come and perform but there's a lot of background work that goes into that well you know initially we decide as a group who you know who we want to try to approach and then once we approach them we, we send them an email or call them um, reach out to them and and then it's a it's a process of negotiation a lot of times where we just have to go back and forth give them the information let them know what our format is how we want to run this you know, how our show goes, 
and you know see if they're comfortable also and see if they you know have a date that's available mm-hmm. so you know it's 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 a give and take it takes a little time to put together but you know it's all worth it in the end mm-hmm. and you mentioned something that I want you both to uh, chat about and share your your feelings about it and that's um how our events go how the Regis Jazz events go um, we've got besides besides the I, I don't want to how about you give it away uh, our events are, I just like people to come see it, but because it's, it's hard to describe. The jazz artists, they, they bring original music. Um, they, we have a good friend, Teddy Klett, who does our sound, and he does our visuals in the background. He has, he puts this, uh, this kind of visual Graphic, art. graphic arts in the back that complements the music doesn't take away from the artist and the place we try to tr- transform the whole room into like uh, uh, like a New Orleans feel or something like that we have uh, we have photographs of famous artists we have props and stuff like that it's really a relaxing soothing atmosphere but the artists people are there for the artists and the artists do not hold back they come to play and people come to listen. There's not a lot of chatter. They just come to listen. And the artists, if you, they go to our website or if they go to our Facebook page, the video footage is there and it speaks for itself, the crowd and what the artist brings. Shout out to Tawana Dorsey and Eric for the decorations yes, that yes. transformed the, the room. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get more into that just after a short break. Um, folks, you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard, and you're listening and watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey, and WIMG 1300. We'll be back after a short break. Um, where? Festival where? And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. Website is WIMG1300.com. And if you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. You can also go to the Trenton365.com website. You can see this and all the archives, and you can follow on the YouTube page and some blogs, and you can learn more information about all the organizations that I'm a part of, such as Regis Jazz or Regis Entertainment. The website is Regis, R-E-J-S, jazz.com. So in the studio with me right now, um, at least on camera, is Eric Thomas and James Freeman. And we're talking about some of the history and, and we're talking about how the event goes. And um, John is going to be coming on in just a moment. And then Rich is uh, not here. He is camera shy. He's uh, the other part of the of the, the group. And um, you can also go to the website and check us out, see our bios and all those different things. Just before the break, I was asking some questions about um, how the event goes. I mean, I, you know, um, this number of sets and what's so special about um, coming to a Regis event? Besides all the decor and us just being amazing people. <laughs> Besides all that and awesome talent. But what else is interesting about our shows? Well, we do, we do try to uh, treat our guests like family. Um, it's it's an we create a nice ambiance in the in the room, um, but um, you come in the doors open. We try to do, keep the doors open at seven. Right now we're we're talking about doing some things, maybe changing our format. But for now, our format is doors open at seven. Show starts at seven thirty. We have our headliner perform their first set. Then they get a break. They get to eat dinner, relax a little while, and enjoy 
what we call our youth spotlight or aspiring musician spotlight. If it's a if it's someone that's with within middle school or high school, their youth spotlight. If it's uh, older young adult, then uh, it's our aspiring musician and. They get a chance to perform, get some exposure, and at times they've been able to actually perform with our headliner, which is, which is awesome, you know, for everybody involved, them, our artists, us, the crowd, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing. So then the headliner comes back, second set, and uh, we close it out. But we do a lot of things in between. We try to mix it up. Uh, we do 50-50. Just a bunch of different things, um, um, and uh, as far as our, our talent and how we find it and, and how we're trying to reach out to the youth, Eric can tell you a little bit more about that. The Youth Spotlight, um, James' Modest was started by James, can't help but be an educator, um, but James said we want to get a new generation of jazz lovers who must tap in some of these music departments in the schools around the surrounding area. Um, and I'm glad he said that because once I found that most of our youth, once they get exposed to jazz, they become hooked. They're just not exposed to it. So James had found this young man um, on the corner in some in downtown Trenton playing the trumpet. And James gave, I can't remember his name, but James gave, let's put him in our youth spotlight. The young man was amazing. Uh, uh, saxophone Dre, yes. but he played a trumpet. Right. <laughs> right. So you remember. Yes, yes. And, um, and as, as you just said, Jacques um, and James, that we got some students from Foundation Academy. Uh, three students played the violin and one played the cello. And Scott and Tony Texier was our headliner. So after their first set, that's when our youth spotlight performs. And those four amazing young students who are now in college now, but during that time, they did it, they did about three songs. Scott was so impressed with them. I didn't ask him, James didn't ask him, you didn't ask him, Rich didn't ask him. Scott took it upon himself and asked those four young people to play with him and play an original song. And they were, the enthusiasm on their face spoke for itself, but they were so excited. They were nervous, but they were excited at the same time. He guided them, and they played. I, my phone kept ringing off the hook every week. I mean, that next week, because they were thanking us for giving them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Rudy Royston, uh, Shami's husband. Rudy Royston is one of the premier jazz drummers in the country. Mm -hmm. Rudy was the headliner. We got three students that played the drums in the Trenton, Ewing, Hamilton, in the High Sound area, I should say. and. I didn't ask Rudy at all. His, my, the students were amazed at Rudy's drum set because they were all drummers themselves. And they were amazed with his band members. I didn't ask Rudy. Rudy, last song was Straight No Chaser. Each one of those students, he guided them on his drum set and let them play confidence and that kind of exposure. Meeting these headliners and Rudy, Shami, Scott, Char Charnette, they don't mind giving up the information, sharing knowledge with them. And what we try to do is always try to find a student who's learning how to play the same instrument as our headliner. So they can say, if I, if I keep practicing, I can be just as good as him or her or them. And sometimes we have um, students that sing. We've also, in addition to um, 
music, we do spoken word sometimes. We have some high school students from Ewing do some spoken word. So, but we just want to give our young people a forum and a chance to meet some of these outstanding artists who are more than willing to teach and share. And we've been very blessed with that. And one thing that I'm really excited about, if I may share with your uh, viewers, is that we recently have made connections with TCNJ's jazz department and Princeton University's jazz department. And John and I recently got to see Billy Childs at Richardson Theater, and we met some of the potential students who are going to be. I was telling James, these are not your ten-minute, you know, openers. I mean, I mean, a youth spotlight. These musicians, Jacques was so good that if you close your eyes, you would think you were talking to, you would listen to some seasoned adults. They were that good. I'll let John tell you a little bit more, but I, we met some of them after the uh, concert, and um, the director wants to allow them to play f as opening acts for us. I can't wait for our audience to hear them. And here again, they get to meet the headliners, and who knows what they might ask them to do. We never know. These young people are really extremely talented. Mm -hmm. And we just want to share this love of jazz with the next generation. Like I said, James started it, and we're just trying to expand it. Mm -hmm. The youth and, spotlight. And, and you both mentioned um, that you're both educators, and, and Rich and John as well. I'm the only one in the group who's not an educator. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's, it's obvious in how this is all formulating. Like, it's very much, this is a forum where you're going to come in, it's going to be structured, there's, mm -hmm. there, right. it's, it's, there's right. going to be almost like a, a curriculum to follow, mm -hmm. and at the same time, you're going to, we're introducing these young adults and youth to get involved in this process, and opening their eyes to something else with the whole idea that, hey, we're trying to reach and teach a whole nother audience. Exactly. When you said reach and expose them, we had harpist Brandy Younger perform, and she plays the harp. A lot of students don't accustomed to seeing the harp in a classical music sense, and not knowing that there was people that were trying to use the harp in a jazz mm -hmm. uh, format, like Alice Coltrane. Uh, but Brandy Younger performed for us, and we had, I think we had three or four young ladies that were learning how to play the harp, and they were great. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 it's wonderful what we're doing. I love it what we're doing. It's not even work to us, mm -hmm. you know. It's 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 fun. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Well, I enjoyed. Well, it what I'm going I'm going to do here is I'm, I'm going to jump in and, and put this challenge out because I think that for people to hear, you know, what is going all the all these wonderful things is fine, and, and to hear some background about what goes into having something like this happen. Mm -hmm. But folks, things like this just don't happen you know, uh, magically. I mean, there's a lot of time, a lot of talent, a lot of treasure that's put into this. And this is something that's happening regionally um, in the Mercer County region. And it's, it's an opportunity if you're an individual, if you're a business, if you're a manufacturer, if you want to be involved in something like this, a grassroots level um, where world-class international talent is coming into this region to perform, uh, it's combined with the educational component, it's tied into higher learning facilities um, here in the region as well. This is an opportunity if you have a small music store or you have a large music store or if you have uh, some materials like you want to donate your services um, to an organization like Regis, I encourage you to step out on faith and to do that. I mean, and, it, and it may be a lot easier than you think. Um, you know, we generally put these uh, events on for not tens of thousands of dollars. It, it's done um, on a, a tight budget, but it's being done. But when you see it, it doesn't look that way. Mm -hmm. 
And we've got a great relationship um, with the, one of the venues that we use, which is um, Tavern on the Lake, right in downtown Heightstown, um, New Jersey. Easy to get to, et cetera. Easy access from the Turnpike, Route 130, et cetera. That's our technical home base right now. But we're open to the ideas of doing things in other parts of the state and the region as well. So if you've got an idea, if you have a venue and you say, hey, look, I'd like to have some jazz here on a Saturday, a Friday or a Sunday. And I think the youth spotlight is great. Get in touch with us. And all you have to do is uh, follow us on one of our social media sites. But you can go to the website, Regis, R-E-J-S, jazz.com. Click on contact us and someone will be in touch with you surely. And we love having conversations. And if it's a one-on-one conversation with a couple of us over food, is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so um, as, as things move forward, I know we've got E.J. Strickland coming up. Um, Victor Provost is coming up. Um, tell folks how the season normally goes. Okay. We learn by trial and error that it's, it's, it's difficult and challenging to have a show in January and February because of the weather. So we decided our season will be in March, late March, April, May, June. Summers we usually plan, and September through December. Um, that's how summers where we really evaluate everything that we've done, what we did well, what we need to improve on, and contact the artists. And we we always ex- we see if do we have who's out there that's making a little noise or who we need to make the ones more aware of that really blow up. Like that's how it was with Scott. Um, so that's our season, March through June. Uh, and then in the summer we plan for the September through December. Our ultimate goal is to have a jazz camp. Uh, we know a lot of universities have them, but in our area, um, it's not, I don't know too much about jazz camps. I know one of, I just know a few in, in uh, Rowan University, but it's not that many in our area. And a lot of the artists that we bring are willing to teach. They want to do classes with our young people. They've seen them doing the um, youth spotlight. And during the summer, uh, if they're not get on a gig or a tour, they're willing to come. And this is where sponsors would help, you know, where they're willing to teach. And they're, and what they're asking for is reasonable, you know. And, and, they're, and they want to share the knowledge. And eventually... The, the concept of the camp we, ha- we have in our minds, that if we can get people to um, sign up for it, it will be a week or maybe a two-week long camp where they can learn theory, um, different types of ensemble um, structures, um, vocal, private lessons, and then toward the end have a weekend festival featuring not only those students but the headliners who are teaching themselves. That's our concept. I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> that's all. And, and we're always uh, formulating ideas. I mean, that, that's also the nice thing about being a part of a group is that everyone has these different perspectives and ideas. And mm-hmm. when we have our conference calls, I mean, we go we go into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, folks, if you're listening and watching and you're a jazz fan in some capacity, behooves you to reach out to us. Um, there's some amazing things coming down the pike. And, again, the website is Regis, R-E-J-S, jazz.com. So, um, James, anything you'd like to add to that? I just really did want to just touch on sponsorship, partnership. We're really looking to to get others on board. You know, if they feel like what they're doing with their business is in line with what we're doing, we really want to work with you. Um, I think if 
we can help you, you can help us. And you can reach us at 609-469-1228. We've increased many <laughs> food sales at the place that we're in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Tavern on the Lake is very pleased to have <laughs> us come through on uh, on uh, the the one night, one Friday night a month. Um, and As we th- enjoy being there. Yes, that's right. And, and folks, it isn't uh, just a matter of this is like, you know, um, pressing the flesh kind of things. I mean, I've had conversations with the servers who were very pleased when they've got 100, 110 people coming through um, on a Friday night. It's, it's pretty impressive. Um, we're just about up on a break, and we're going to switch one of you out and give John an opportunity to chat a little bit. Um, okay. Anything quickly you'd like to say before we take a little short break? Uh, Come out May 26th. That's what I was going to say. And June 23rd. June 23rd. And we'll keep you abreast on what's going on in the summer with camps, possible festival, and the fall schedule. Fantastic. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a short break talking more with Regis Entertainment website, Regis, R-E-J-S, jazz.com. Bam. Am I good? Can I move around over here? Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. Website, Trenton365.com. Facebook, Trenton 365 Show. You can also post your events for free on the Trenton 365 Community Calendar page on Facebook. And you can scroll through there. There's lots of wonderful things happening in this region, like things that take place with my guests, Regis Entertainment, RegisJazz.com, which uh, E.J. Strickland's coming up, and Victor Provost, who will be here in June. So I'm speaking with uh, Eric Thomas. James Freeman just left. Rich Jackson is camera shy, so he is not here. But our newest member is another John, or another Jay. We got John Floyd here. Uh, John, so welcome to uh, the Trenton 365 show. This is your first time. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, But I'd like for you to jump right into it and talk about how you got involved, um, uh, your relationship with Eric, and how this kind of, from your perspective, how this all looks to to you. Sure, yeah. So with... I still call him Mr. Thomas. <laughs> um, there, there's plenty of people who do that. Shall when when you're an educator. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, so I, I've always, since, okay. since I, I met Mr. Eric Thomas, <laughs> I consider him to be one of my mentors. So, And now all of you, honestly, just getting into mm-hmm. things, and it's just kind of taking that route. So uh, that's the first thing. And it was just when I came back to New Jersey um, after traveling after college, um, when it got back into teaching and music in the area. So um, Mr. Thomas just took me under his wing uh, from the jump uh, as soon as we met. Uh, then there was the Trenton Children's Chorus, so we worked together there and just started to develop a relationship. And I was with Regis, just a, a patron. And uh, educators, no educators, I suppose. So I, I went away with something from the first time. And that's why people come back. When you, when you leave with something, you come back for more, especially if it's a positive experience. And I know um, Regis always puts its best foot forward, and there's so much thinking that happens in the discussions uh, prior to the show, so that that is the case for people, the best experience possible. And they leave with something that they can return to attempt to achieve again, yeah. Mm. Um, my experience so far has been growth. Watching it first, you know, at first, couldn't help but jump right in, moving chairs and and wanting it to succeed and just feeling good about it. And now, um, 
definitely grateful for the opportunity to be a part of facilitating the same continued growth. And it's really just began, honestly. Mm -hmm. You can see that there's, a, there's no ceiling in sight for what's happening. So mm -hmm. pretty happy about it. I'm excited. That's awesome. And I'm, and I'm glad you put it that way. Um, there really is no ceiling. Um, you know, when I sit back and, um, you know, I'm up late at night and, or early in the morning and I'm thinking about, you know, Regis and, and where it's going and what it is and the level of talent, when you start rattling off the names of the artists who've come through who are contacting us saying, hey, I'd like to perform again. When do you want me there? Or, hey, I, I'm doing something. I'd, I'd like to have Regis help me do this like uh, with a new CD that's coming out or a new project or pushing out a movie that one of our artists has been in whenever that stuff happens I, I think well if that is happening now then that means that they're really it, it's limitless where it can go I mean um, and one of the artists is Scott Tixia I mean Scott is doing some amazing things he's played with Stevie Wonder and Lady Gaga and he's in movies now he's modeling he's doing all these wonderful things but he's got a, a relationship with Eric that I would assume is probably one of the closest relationships that he has with anyone in the U.S. and it's amazing it's a testimony to Eric and <laughs> and Eric you're you're pretty much the glue that has <laughs> brought us or that 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 vase that vase that brought us all together so thank you oh. again for that <laughs> Love jazz. <laughs> so that's, that's the glue that got me started, uh, or the catalyst. But John, um, John. First of all, I appreciate John bringing a crowd with him when he comes to our shows. But I wanted him to experience what we were doing before he came on board. And John was just very helpful. He had great ideas. When we, when Shami or Scott usually performs, it's usually I get nervous because they. They filled the place up, and there's a few times we had to give up our seats to fill them for our, you know, our patrons. But John just stepped in calmly. I'm like nervous, right? But John is like a Tai Chi master. <laughs> He's so calm. He doesn't panic at all. He just, I could just share it. This is his voice. Every time I'm around, I feel like I just get my Billy D going on it. Because he's so smooth, and he, he just, his demeanor is calm. And he just, Got the chair, Mr. Thomas. I wish you would call me that, but Mr. Thomas, what else you need me to do? And um, he does it. You know, his enthusiasm, his love for the music, his ability, his his uh, his willingness to learn and to suggest. He has some great ideas. He is. He brings a certain business sense that complements what James already brings. James is like our business head, and um, and he he brings that as well. And he just have a, a fresh look at what we're doing, and I just appreciate his enthusiasm and what he brings to the table. And um, and whenever you're not there, he has the voice. We can't put Rich on the mic. So, sorry, Rich, I had to say that. <laughs> so, But John has the voice, whatever you, your schedule ties you up, but John is willing to step in, you know, without panicking, you know. You don't want me or James or Rich to do it, but John is saying, I'll do it, you know, mm -hmm. so. And, and John, from, from your perspective, again, you, you've, mentioned you've gone from being a patron uh, to being involved and being part of the team and so forth where do you uh, and you also mentioned that you don't see a ceiling but but where do you kind of foresee Regis going well I guess I'll start with where it is to explain that I think I would need to jazz is something that we identify with culturally and we relate to it organically so it's 
it's automatically a success as long as it happens. Um, mm. And the result of that is community. And these people are coming to enjoy something and it's successful because it's happening. And I think we did mention, you know, some minutes ago, I was listening to you all speak about the fact that exposure is a big part of why it's not as popular in all different areas of the world, but we can just stick with New Jersey for now. Um, we have heard uh, Mr. Thomas speak about a culture of jazz developing in central New Jersey, which there are, there are pockets of success of, for that to happen, but um, there's not a culture that's identifiable just yet. And I, I say yet because that's what I see happening. I see people gravitating towards something that's positive and successful, which every community needs. So when you establish a community in the first place and you have something that's positive, kind of driving that and making partnerships and building relationships. You mentioned um, Mr. Thomas's, Eric's mm -hmm. relationship with Scott Tixier. And that is easily, the success of what's been happening with Regis and Scott Tixier is easily attributed to the relationship personally and how Regis doesn't put on shows just as a business it is, it's a community, it's culture. We enjoy it, we identify with it, and people who are like-minded and are willing to learn and become like-minded and share their own ideas, that's where we end up having um, ex exponential growth, I'd say. I remember coming to shows and you know you have 15 people, 20 people, and now you have to come early to get in line to maybe get a seat. So that's, that's what I mean about the ceiling not being there, I see it just taken off. That, that's great. Um, as usual, um, time super flies by so fast, mm -hmm. you know, when I, have a, when I have guests here, when I do this program, and I love, you know, everyone who comes on. But, I mean, there's something special about, you know, what's happening with Regis, and, and you all know how I feel, you mm -hmm. know, without getting too emotional for the listening and viewing audience. Mm -hmm. But, folks, I mean, this is another one of those opportunities um, where you have a chance to get in on the ground floor to, to meet some people, um, not only Regis, but also our, the talent that, that we bring in. Again, it's the Tixier brothers, Charnet Moffat, Shami Royston, Noah Hadou, and on and on. And um, for the cost and the experience, it's I, I would put it up against anything. And uh, several of our artists who've performed said, they would rather travel to come perform here than perform in some legendary places in New York and in Philadelphia and in other parts. We're just about up on a, the end of the program here. And any final words you, you'd like to say? Um, I would just like to tell the audience that we present our artists like no other, and that may sound like a bold statement, but we just don't put musicians on a stage. We let them put on an experience. I would agree. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. Well, as usual, um, I've been redirected um, from, we're not up on the end of the program, we're up on a commercial break here, and you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and I'll be back um, with uh, Regis Entertainment in just a moment or two. Have a good night. Yeah, one more segment. Yeah, and we're back again. 
and my apologies for that fumble on my side. Sometimes that happens with a live radio and television. Again, you're watching, listening and watching the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com, website trenton365.com, and wimg1300.com, also on Facebook and Twitter as well. And WPHY is where this will be broadcast via television over Verizon Fios covering Mercer County, New Jersey, Channel 25. So in the studio is uh, Regis Entertainment. Um, we had earlier James Freeman. And let me back up. So Regis, R-E-J-S. So it's R, which is Rich Jackson, E, Eric Thomas, and it was the J's, which was <laughs> James Freeman, Jock Howard, and now John Floyd. So we really do have multiple J's. And now... Uh, what we do is we put on jazz shows once a month. We run uh, four shows a year um, through trial and error. Our performances are March, April, May, and June. We take off July and August. We do need a break. And then we come back in September through December. Um, we have some amazing international talent. You can go to the website, Regis, R-E-J-S, jazz.com, to see some information about who we are as individuals, about the idea and the concept of Regis, but also to see um, some of our past events, view our gallery, and even connect with us. Us, um, if you have some inquiries. And I'd like to turn this over to John, who is also part of our business uh, arm of this, John and James. And, um, you know, we were speaking earlier about sponsorships and opportunities for individuals and organizations and businesses to get involved in what Regis is doing. Why don't you share some from your perspective? Sure. Uh, Regis considers it an opportunity as well. Um, in my experience, performing with some of the top orchestras in the world, top performers in the world, singers, we, it's, it's all inspiring. And you have that chance just meeting them is a big step. So when these artists, we're happy to say, consider Regis to be an avenue of success for them as well, and we share that, and it's an exchange. Um, Regis really, we just hope to make partnerships in the area to inspire, continue inspiring our youth and encouraging them in a positive way. Um, so schools, I, I know just recently we were talking about the college community, TCNJ and Princeton University, uh, and anyone else we can get in touch with just to give these students who are quite talented. Um, dabbling in music myself, I, I like to think that I can put that opinion out there and I'm impressed with what we've seen. We just were in Princeton on Friday and saw some great talent there. Um, but otherwise, with local businesses, uh, we're in Heightstown already. Uh, and have the opportunity to meet and to see people and they inspire us and just as much as we inspire them with the, with the experience and we hope that um, music stores and along with, um, I, I keep gravitating back to the youth uh, because that's, that's what's next, we have to be realistic. Um, they, and with growing the culture, we can really make a lot happen for, for one another and uh, once again, community is really where that's headed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, part of that, again, is we have this network already. I mean, we've got educators involved. We have business people involved. We've got media outlet already. You know, all these different things are already here. And we haven't even reached the point, as you, as you said before, about a ceiling. We haven't crossed that threshold yet. So we haven't even gotten to the point where we're at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And we already have seen this level of success. And we already have this database of artists who are working with us. And... Um, and something else, when I think about partnerships, uh, Regis has supplied artists for other venues and other events. So now we're actually 
doing like a brokerage um, for our town as well, which again is unheard of when you consider the culture of jazz, especially in this region. So um, both of you are musicians as well. So from a musician standpoint, um, uh, sponsorships, partnerships, etc., what, what would that look like in your opinion? What would a, a, a music store, a uh, music manufacturer, what would be the reason why you would encourage them to reach out and be uh, consider being a partner or a sponsor with Regis? Um, because arts are being cut throughout throughout the country in certain school districts, and it's arts is essential to to our students' ability to express themselves, and there I can't recall the study, but when I was at I'm trying to think where was I recently? Oh yeah, I was at Chapin School. And I was performing for them, and one of the um, administrators there was talking about what art does, an art education does. And she wasn't specifically talking about music; she talked about music, art, dance, theater, and everything else. And she talked, made the, the academic connections to it. And but like I said, I just don't recall the research that she quoted, but it was recent, and it let it made me feel that what we're doing is right, that if if schools don't feel that it's, it's as important as other um, disciplines, then um, they're missing out. Um, if people can see how much young people put into their learning how to play an instrument, learning how to write a song, learning how to put together a play, they'll see the benefits of it. It's a good, positive outlet, and we want to pass it on. This is an art form, specifically jazz, is an art form that was created out of the American experience, African-American experience, but it embraces all cultures. Just about every culture can be tapped into jazz. Um, Dizzy Gillespie recognized that, and so many others. And if we want to save our youth, empower our youth, the arts has to be essential, and it can be beneficial if, if people just contribute to what we're trying to do and what other people that's trying to do something that's similar to what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. John, would you like to add anything to that? Uh, I would add, again, that this is something that we identify with. And why I bring that up again is because we can spread that. We can spread that. And, and sometimes, you know, we're searching for identity in a lot of different ways, but we can come together on something that is, is a big deal. It's a big deal, and it, it really fosters positivity. And that's why I think, you know, with businesses and with other parts of the community getting involved, we can really have something that's much bigger. It doesn't necessarily, jazz is our focus, but we are really looking to just uplift one another and uplift those around us. Um, and inviting them to an experience of great jazz just happens to be what we are, you know, mm -hmm. are experts in. But it's, yeah. It's right, exactly. Um, just, I just tell people, just try one show and have people come back and again and again and again after saying, well, I don't know about jazz, and once they see the presentation, I keep emphasizing how we present our artists, they come back. Like you just said, the artists want to come back. Uh, Charnette said he'll come back again, because when I was first, I, I reached out to Charnette because I was a big fan of his for years, but I was saying, oh man, Charnette, he's big time. And then 
he heard about us. He, he visited our website. So gracious to him that he, he took the time to look into what we're doing. And I was trying to tell him, look, man, we can't, we can't, you're, you know, not to say, no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said, man, let's do it. And he came, you know. And then we also, I asked him, do you mind if Scott joins you, you know. And that whole show, which is, they broke all records. Shami usually packs them in, Scott usually packs them in. But it was like a combination of both their audiences because it was, whoo, it was a lot of people there. And it was unplugged, meaning that they just performed and they just followed each other. And it was amazing. They had Brian Jackson on piano. That's one thing about our shows. They bring artists, artists bring other musicians that themselves are headliners or have some history behind them. Charnett had Brian Jackson with him, and I said, is this the Brian Jackson that did the music for Gil Scott Heron, the one and the same? He said, yes, are you kidding me? He raised me, you know, musically, you know? And seeing Brian Jackson play live, and I didn't realize such superb musician he was on piano or keyboards. I knew he played the flute, but actually seeing him Man, and then we have Mark Whitfield Jr. of the Whitfield Family Band on drums. I was just blown away. And I mean, and when Shami brings artists, she she brings like a who's who in music. Mm -hmm. um, Monty Croft. When we had uh, Sonia Robinson, I've been after trying to get Monty Croft for the longest. When we got Sonia Robinson, violinist Sonia Robinson, Monty was playing piano for him. Her. I said, wow, you got Monty Croft? And then uh, Monty, when we had Monty, he had Dave Stryker. I said, my goodness. Every, every, and then like, like with E.J. Strickland, Ben Williams is a concert by himself. Sarah Elizabeth Charles is a concert by herself. These musicians, they come together to create a, an unforgettable experience at our events. Um, it's, just, it's just amazing. And, and a lot of times, many times, we'll we'll get somebody from the, like my, a bass player or the sax player, which, and we'll bring them back, you know. They, uh, an artist can get a gig off another artist's gig when they come to our shows, if they're really good. That's how Stephen Feike, he was playing with, I can't remember, I can't remember who he was playing with, but he's playing keyboard, maybe for, man, I can't remember, but I was so impressed with Stephen Feike that I had to ask him, you gotta, you gotta do something for us, and um, and I think I can jump in there too because mm -hmm. I think that he played with Evanique. It was Evanique. He right. played with Evanique, and right. also um, uh, Adam Larson was with him. Right, and um, there was someone else. Um, but they've all recently released music, mm -hmm. and they're they're playing mm -hmm. throughout the region. But, but I think that that's part of the experience that mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand about this mm -hmm. culture of jazz, mm -hmm. how um, other artists support other artists, right? and mm -hmm. they want to bring other artists on. But even more importantly than mm -hmm. that is that they want to come and perform for a Regis event. You know, mm -hmm. in some of the conversations, um, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. It'll come to me later. But the conversation was... The artist said, I would rather come from Brooklyn mm -hmm. and come down here and play a gig for you guys because of what you're doing and for the exposure 
than to play some places in New York just because um, the venues aren't as friendly, mm -hmm. the crowd may not be as into it, and the experience just isn't there. Our audience truly appreciates oh. all the talent that we bring. Absolutely. They come to hear the music, period, and the artists. We love it, and the artists love it too. And I've been told by more than one artist that, and I'm saying this with humility, that they said that they wish you were more like us. And it's mm -hmm. unfortunate, but it's not a lot. A lot of us like that because the music and the musicians are simply fantastic. And one of our objectives, again, is to show artists that people don't know, know that much about, and they can see, wow, who is he or she or they? And that's what we do. Mm -hmm. We bring artists that people should know more about, mm -hmm. and we treat them well because we respect the music and respect the craft. Mm -hmm. And and they actually respect us too. I'm mm -hmm. I'm very humbled by the artists who come. Mm -hmm. um, um, no crazy expectations. Everyone is very professional. Mm -hmm. um, they're open to our suggestions. Um, they work well with our sound crew. There's no crazy rider that they need, no <laughs> crazy green room things that they need. Mm -hmm. They just want to come and perform, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, we are just about at the end of the show, but mm -hmm. can you, one of you, both of you, share about the events that are coming up? Okay. One of the things that we do over the summer and is to do research. Uh, certain people are they come back by popular demand like every year Shami's wanted back Shami Royston everybody wants Scott Texier back but we do our research and it's research I love to do um, one artist um, who we'll have back in October is Tony Texier Tony has uh, Tony play sometimes his bands are like a big band, uh, we have a small ensemble. He's working out this little trio concept that he has going. So Tony will be in October, and we've been fortunate to have met um, Mr. Vernon Hammond. Mr. Vernon Hammond is the manager of many great artists, and he's trying to assist us with putting our roster together. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm looking forward to putting it together, and we should have it out in August, what we're going to have. Great. And what's coming up in May and in June? Immediately we have uh, May 26th is our show with E.J. Strickland. And then we also have June 23rd, Victor Provost. Awesome. All right, well, Regis yeah. Entertainment, as always. Mm -hmm. My family, thank mm -hmm. you for coming back on thank the Channel 365 show. Absolutely, You're always welcome. Folks, again, the website where you can find all the information and the archives of this Trenton365.com, but you can also go to the ReachesJazz.com website and you can learn more about specifically what Reaches is doing, see some things from our past events, and find out about our new shows that are coming up, EJ Strickland in May, and then also in June, Victor, Victor Provost. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show over the three-time stellar award-winning station WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and WPHY, Channel 25, Mercer County. Have a good night. Well, my students are going to be upset. Remember to give them a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs>